Fast life, fast life, fast pace, fast pace, fast money. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing out there? This is your host, Jeffrey, and you are now tuned into Taking Over Your Globe. Welcome to Internal Monarch, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Spark. That's my host name, The Spark. The name of the show is Taking Over Your Globe. The sponsor of the show is Internal Monarch. Got it? Alright, moving forward. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the show, check out down below. You can see all the show notes. Well, we uh, take over the globe. You can see all the social links and stuff like that down below. And if you are not new to the show, make sure you help us grow by sharing your favorite podcast out there with your friends and family or just, you know, word of mouth is also good enough for me, ladies and gentlemen. So keeping it moving. First of all, I want to say happy holidays. I hope everyone had a very safe and happy holiday season this year. And I also want to say thank you. It is finally freaking over. Yes, freaking Christmas is over. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to think that Christmas is over. You know, uh, Christmas comes once a year. Yeah, no damn, no, no shit, Jeffrey. You thought it came more than once a year? You would think it does. You know, Christmas seems like it starts from November and it doesn't end until February. Yeah, Christmas starts in November and doesn't end until February. Because November you have Thanksgiving food and a bunch of traveling. December you have Christmas food and a bunch of traveling plus gifts. January you have cookout food, a bunch of traveling. And not really gifts, but I guess you would do a lot of more spending on stuff, right? Because it's the New Year's. And then February, you have what? You're not really cooking out, but you got a wine and dine, plus gifts, right? Plus a little bit extra, because it's, of course, Valentine's Day. So, like, <clears throat> November to February, yeah. And then, of course, during March, my birthday, all of a sudden, everything got to die down. What the freak? The crap? What the hell is that? <laughs> Man. Why can't we have nothing big going on in March? Oh, yeah, I guess it's because I was born. Everything, all the party, party pooper. The party pooper was born. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. How you, I, like I said, just want to get on here, do a little quick recap. Uh, not recap, but just to do a quick little show. See how y'all were doing, how your holiday wo- um, was. And um, <clears throat> I guess I'll share some of my stuff, my stories. But before I do that, I want to give you guys... An analogy about Christmas. And then I want to go into not really the difference between being the only child and not being the only child. Alright. So first we're gonna go, like I said, into the Christmas analogy. Alright, so now the Christmas just passed. Everyone who celebrates Christmas is aware of Christmas trees and Christmas lights. And of course, if you're dealing with any type of Christmas tree and Christmas lights, then you're going to automatically have to deal with the whole thing of lights that doesn't work. And you got to find the bad light bulb and you got to switch that light bulb out to get the rest of the lights to come on, you know, and um, things of that nature. Right. 
You got to untangle the cords and get all the stuff untangled and, you know, all the extra stuff. If you didn't do it, if you didn't do it right, the next, you know, prepping it at the end of the year, like when you wrap it up and put it away. If you just throw it all in the damn closet, it, you know, next year you got to come back and unravel all this crap and take the knots out, right? So, let's look at the Christmas tree, okay, as the planet. Now this is an analogy that I shared before, maybe not on the show, but this is a this is a well used analogy that I use a lot when I talk to people out in the communities and stuff like that. <laughs> but look at the planet Earth as the Christmas tree. All right. Now, what do you put on the Christmas tree? Ornaments and lights and decorations, right? All right, so we're going to look at we're going to focus on the lights in this analogy. Now, once I go into depth with this analogy at a later time, I will break down the ornaments and the all the other extra stuff that you will put on the Christmas tree. But for right now, we're just going to focus on the Christmas tree and the lights. All right. So. We already said that the Christmas tree is actually earth. The actual lights will be people, human beings, because human being is another way of saying light being. So therefore, we are the lights of the Christmas tree or the lights of planet earth. Now, just like this past holiday, just just one part of Christmas, just like Christmas, Sometimes you take a thing of light bulbs out and a few of them work on one side and the other side they don't work. And then sometimes you have just that one light bulb that don't work and it messes up all the light bulbs. All right. So let's look at these lights as, like I said, human beings. And let's let's take the, the perspective of the lights being on or off as being having a purpose and not having a purpose. So if your light is working around a Christmas tree, then you know your purpose and you're living your purpose. If your light is not working, then you are not living your purpose and you do not know your purpose, which in effect can affect other people's purpose. Right? Because like I said, sometimes one light can make the whole string of light not work. And sometimes one light can just make one half of it not work. You know? And then also there's one, those chances where you had just that one light not working. You just got to fix it. All right? So, <clears throat> if the earth is the Christmas tree and the people are the lights, and we know that there are people around here who are not living their purpose, which affects our purpose... You're like, well, how is that going to affect my purpose? How does another person not having a purpose or not knowing their purpose affect my purpose, Jeffrey? I'm living my purpose. So how in the hell do you, how do you come up with that? Where did that come from, right? Well, let's think about it like this. We're going to take three, three people or three lights, all right? One light is responsible for creating fire caveman days back there right one light was responsible for creating fire all right 
Now that we have fire, the next person like, huh, I wonder if we can contain this fire inside of a box. You know, how can we how can we contain this fire? So this this light bulb come up with the oven. So the first light bulb created the fire, and because of that, the second light bulb was able was able to create the stove. And now that we have the stove, the third light bulb was like, hmm, I wonder what we could do with this box that can, can contain fire or heat. What could we do with this thing? I wonder if I put this stuff in here and this stuff in here, what would happen? And they came up with cake mix. So if the first light bulb did not work, the oven would never have been made. And if the oven was never made, cake mix was never will never be invented. So my purpose, so so that's why I'm saying everybody's purpose is interlinked some kind of way. Because if the next if you if the person creates a I don't know, the next thing, the next uh what's the next game in technology? Virtual reality. So the next new game in technology is virtual reality. Now if virtual reality does not come out, the next person will not be able to create the holograms. Whenever it's come out, it's gonna it's gonna be after virtual reality, of course. But you see how they all are connected. So I just wanted to bring that analogy up to you to say, you know, check your lights, make sure you're you're finding your purpose because whether you don't want a purpose or not, your purpose might just be to help the next person find their purpose. You know, and if you don't help that person find their purpose by doing your purpose. You're like messing up the whole Christmas tree. You see what I'm saying? Which is the planet. Anyway, enough with that Christmas analogy. Enough for that. Let's go ahead and go for a break. That was a long break, right? Let's go. Let's go. Now, now, moving on, keeping it moving forward. Kim's calling me. I said we're going to talk about being the only child versus not being the only child. Ladies and gentlemen, I have dealt with this before in my experience, and I wonder how you guys deal with this. I noticed the difference between a person who has been brought up with family and a person who's not being brought up with siblings and family. You know, when you are the only child, you kind of get spoiled and you also get a lot of attention. But when you have siblings and brothers and sisters and you got to share time, then, you you know, that spoiledness goes down to like the baby child. The baby child might be spoiled. And the attention is now been is being allocated away from the parents and now the siblings are the ones who entertain the child more than the just that parent you know always having that have to entertain that one kid you have children siblings then they're like go play with your brother and sister you know what i mean so how does it affect the person as they grow up you know because i go through this a lot well i've been through this a lot where i've been with people 
who, because they were the only child, they want all the attention. They want all the time and they don't want to share your they don't want to share that time with other people because they never learned that skill. They never learned the skill of sharing time. They want, you know, they want it all to themselves. But that can hinder some stuff, you know, especially if the other person grew up with that kind of environment. If y'all have, you know, different type of background, you the only child and the other person not the only child, you know, how do you get around that programming of one person, you know, understanding what, you know, sharing time and the other person not understanding sharing time? How do you get around that? You know? That's what I wanted to ask you. That's the question of the day. How do you get around, uh, well, I don't want to say relationships, but just being around people, um, period, who are like that, where they just don't want to share time? How do you get around stuff like that? You know, what I started doing is I just say, you know, you got to be in, you got to be in control of your time. You know, I noticed that most people don't want to control their time they want to control other people's time you know they don't, they don't want they don't want to maximize their time they try to maximize another person's time and by using your time on their time you know <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense or not but what i know i'm gonna start doing starting in january 2017 is i'm going to start using my time the way i want to use my time now, some people might be that's selfish. That might sound selfish, but it might have been Brian Tracy or Stephen Covey who said that time management is life management. And if you're not managing your time effectively, then the consequences of that is that you're not managing your life effectively. So I want to I want to talk. I want to go ahead and put that into motion now. Another thing I want to do in 2017 is I'm going to start leaving people behind. See, I've been doing this for a while now where I've been gathering information, learning and applying. Not all of the information I've been gathering, but the majority of it. You know, I've been applying most of the stuff I've been reading and learning and listening to, but not all of it. And what I've been doing with the stuff that I have not been applying is I've been regurgitating it out to other people. Like, hey, how do you what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? You know, trying to put my vibrational frequency out there so that I can attract people who are trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do, which is basically personal development and develop myself. You know, and so I put that out there hoping that I can resonate with people. But starting next year, I'm not doing that anymore. Next year, I'm going to. Um, next year I'm going to just start eating my own words, you know, eating my own words and I'm done looking for people. I'm done. I found a couple of people already and that's good enough for me. I'm just going to keep it moving with those people and, you know, we're going to work on this together. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, today was not a long broadcast. I just wanted to get on here and, um, and just share today's analogy and I want to say happy new year. Merry Christmas, and I hope you everybody had a great holiday season. So with that being said, don't forget this is Jeffrey, always stimulating thoughts, igniting the spark, and always helping create better ways. And again, if you are new to the show, make sure you check down uh, below in the show notes where you can help us take over the globe if you are willing to go on that quest with us. With us, And if you're not new to the show, make sure you follow us 
down below. I'm not follow us, but uh, share share your um, favorite castways down below. All right, all right, man. See you. Tomorrow night? Yes. Oh yeah, trying to take over the world. Right.